Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. Now, I wasn't going to publish this anywhere except, you know, Anchor because Anchor is the app that I use to edit it and record it, but I accidentally uploaded it and now it's being broadcast everywhere that you can get podcasts like Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, so... Let's see how this works out, because this is going to be an interesting experience, to say the least. Uh, But I just want to say I apologize if someone that's completely random and does not know me in real life is listening to this or any of it, because I am a little bit too opinionated sometimes, um, and it's very difficult to, you know not be opinionated for me because I just have so many thoughts and ideas just running through my mind constantly and so it's just a little bit chaotic. Anyways, now we're gonna get into what this episode is about. Now, this didn't happen yesterday. This actually happened, I think, April 20th, but New Jersey is now allowing people to choose gender X on their driver's license. Now, you may think, oh, is that for, you know, someone that's non-binary or, or transgender, no. It can be for anyone. It could simply be for someone that just doesn't want their gender out there or their sex out there. And it's actually shockingly to know there's a lot of states that have that option where I don't really completely understand how you're supposed to select that. It was a little bit confusing. I think it varies from state to state. But the current states that do have it right now are Washington, Washington, D.C., Oregon, Nevada, California, Utah, Colorado, New Mexico, Hawaii, Arkansas, Minnesota, Pennsylvania, Virginia, Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Connecticut, Delaware, Maryland, and that's it. (laughs) Um, And, of course, now New Jersey. New Jersey was actually planning on doing this a while ago. They planned it um, last year, 2020, at the end of last year, but, of course, Due to the coronavirus pandemic, it was delayed, which so much stuff is getting delayed because of it. And, you know, that's really unfortunate. Um, But this is a part of what they were trying to do in 2018, which was to make it easier for people to change their name and genders on any type of. So it is a little bit far away from the original But it's happening, and it's happened, and that's what's important, you know? And actually, when I was reading about it, um, I found this statement by the agency chief administrator. Her name is Sue Fulton. And I really like the statement, so I'm going to read it to you. Diversity and inclusion are core values in New Jersey. And for all of us at the MDC... We know this new option will be deeply impactful for many residents as access to resources and the ability to live and work freely so often hinges on having documentation that correctly reflects your identity. Now, she did, you know, indirectly mention people that are trans. She didn't say transgender. She didn't say on the transgender spectrum, on the transgender spectrum. But she did indirectly mention it, and, you know, that is such a big step, is when people recognize that trans people exist. Trans people have always existed, just hasn't always been a word. And actually, this kind of coincided with, so I picked out this article to 
make this episode about um, per the suggestion of my U.S. history teacher because she was like, oh, you guys, you know, if you want to choose this to do your current event on this week, you can choose this. I know some of you will be interested. I was interested, so I did choose this. And it kind of coincided indirectly and directly with a statement that President Biden actually made last night. So the thing with the statement last night and, you know, the speech that President Biden made was that it is close to his 100 days or he just hit his 100 days yesterday. I don't know which. I know it's really close to his 100 days if he hasn't already hit it. And that's such an important thing when a new president steps into office because it's kind of like 100 days is kind of almost like a 50-day trial. Not a 50-day trial. Uh, 100 days is almost like a you know 14-day trial, a month trial. And except you can't cancel it, of course. Um, I mean, you can, but, you know, it's long process and that's not really valid if you don't like kind of like him. That's not really valid of impeachment or anything. You kind of have to have like a uh, he has to break the law in some way and just not you liking him does not work out. But basically, 100 days in any new president's um, presidency is very important because then it shows who they are. It shows how honest they are. It shows how much they're going to actually do versus what they promised. And sometimes people live up to that expectation. Sometimes people live down to that expectation. And I feel like Biden's kind of in the middle because there are unfortunately some things that are horrible that are happening. But also some of the stuff that is horrible that is happening is not directly because of him. It was either because of the previous administration, the Trump administration, or because something new happened. And so it's kind of like he has a part of that. It's like he isn't fixing it or trying to, but he didn't indirectly or directly cause it. It just kind of happened. So it's kind of rough to say how his actual 100 days went, in my opinion, because we're also in a pandemic. And that has so much changes. That has changed so much and is continuing to change so much especially with like the vaccine rollout in the different um, cities and states and the mask mandates and the CDC guidelines. It's everything's evolving and changing. So it's kind of hard to evaluate correctly on how he's doing, especially since, you know, the pandemic is infecting everything that we know. Um, But there was a part of his speech that I was actually really happy about. And I honestly almost started crying. I think it was part of sleep deprivation as well. But I found it on TikTok, actually. It was on my For You page. And it was a part of this account that I actually follow. And um, he does a lot of like LGBTQ news. But he showed a clip of President Biden, um, part of his speech. And he had the Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi, behind him, and he also had Vice President Kamala Harris behind him. And I think he was addressing the Senate as well as, and it was also broadcast live uh, across probably everywhere. Um, But something that he said that really made me emotional was he said, word for word, to all transgender Americans watching at home, especially the young people who are so brave, I want you to know your president has your back. It's just something that's so, so important because he's acknowledging that we're real people. He's acknowledging that 
the transgender community does exist and they do deserve to be treated like real people because that's the thing. We are real people. We're just like anybody that is cisgender or cisgender means that someone that identifies with the sex slash gender that they were assigned to at birth. That's what cisgender means for any of you that don't know. Um, but it is important to recognize that trans people, yes, we may not be cis, but we are exactly like cis people. We just want to be seen like people, like regular people. We are regular people. And sometimes it's aggravating because it's so hard to see that. And I kind of talked about it in my first episode of this podcast about the asterisk and stuff like that. Um, But I do feel like it is important to maybe make its own little episode as well because there it's so much recognition that should be happening for the transgender community because there's a lot of things that people don't see behind the scenes like I live up north and it was very shocking about how some of the laws in my state were anti-trans and I didn't know that of course um and I'm you know kind of disappointed but at the same time I do understand that people not understand that was a horrible word um to use I do know that people don't exactly know or understand the word or concept transgender and it can be confusing to some people especially if they choose not to look at the positives or something big that happened was before I started medically transitioning um when I talked to my father about it he didn't really understand it, and instead of looking at the sites that were very neutral, that just talked about the facts, he decided to look on the more conservative sites. He decided to look at the statistics of people that realized that medically transitioning wasn't what they wanted, or realized that they weren't trans, which in actuality, that's such a small percentage, and especially a small percentage in um, the teenage years because it is so hard when you're a minor to get to like even a doctor's appointment for testosterone like to even talk about it with a doctor because you have to go through so much luckily with me I didn't have to go as through as much as some other people because of the fact that one of the things that you have to go through is go through a psych evaluation and talk to um, a psychologist or a psychiatrist about, you know, what's happening in your gender dys- dysphoria and stuff. And it's basically to help, you know, them gauge if you're trying to do this for uh, malicious intent or if this is actually something that you really want or if this is something you feel like you're obligated to do. And so luckily for me, I didn't have to go through that because I was already seeing a therapist. Um, I have been hospitalized, actually, for psychological reasons in the hospital many times. It was actually the um, exact number was 13. And that's not really something I'm proud of, I guess, but it's the truth. And because I've seen all these different medical professionals, especially um, professionals that are in the mental health field, it was easier for me to get into the doctor's office in the first place because I didn't have to go through all the red tape because it was already evaluated that this is something that would dramatically help me. 
And luckily my mom was very accepting of it. She did say that she needed a month after we went to the initial doctor's appointment, talking about it and talking about the steps and talking about the different effects of testosterone and um, medically transitioning as a teenager, as someone that is diagnosed with bipolar disorder. Um, yeah, fun fact, I have bipolar disorder. Um, as someone that has a couple of mental illnesses, because it's so much, you're changing the inside of you, you're changing your hormone levels, and your hormone levels could really affect you negatively, um, especially if you have an underlying mental health condition. And luckily, my, I didn't have any underlying mental health conditions, so it was all pretty out there and stuff like that. So luckily, um, we knew exactly what to look for, we knew exactly what to monitor, and this is something that needs to happen for your own sanity, for your own sake, for your own mental health. Because we didn't know it at the time, but me not transitioning and me not even knowing that I was trans actually was very detrimental to my mental health and was possibly some of the causes to why I was in the hospital so many times. I think it's important for people to know that transitioning isn't a privilege. It's a right because these this transition can really affect someone if you don't get it. And it can really affect someone in a positive way if they do get it. Luckily, it, it did help. And, and I was in a state that was able to, as a minor, easily access um, the resources to start that transition. Maybe not necessarily actually like start taking testosterone, but start looking into it and have the insurance cover it and stuff like that. And I was very lucky with that. I was extremely lucky and I am forever grateful for that. I think it's important to realize that there are places that are not like that, where it is extremely hard just to get your foot in the door. It is extremely hard just to get your insurance to allow you to do that. And I can kind of relate to that as well with my mental health. It took so much for my insurance to cover all my mental health expenses when it was something that I needed. I needed a good therapist. I Because my case is so complex and because what I went through is so much and because of how many hospital visits and IOP or intensive outpatient programs or PHP or partial hospitalization programs or residentials, it was something that I needed a good therapist. I didn't need someone that was right out of grad school. I didn't need someone that didn't really have a lot of experience with someone that was hospitalized a lot. I needed someone that has experience with adults essentially because the way that my case is it's kind of like you have to look at it like I'm an adult because also by the way I talk by the way that I act by the way that I am I'm more of an adult than I ever was a kid I was really never a kid I was always you know mature for my age and and things like that and I know that's sometimes stereotypical for for some teenagers to say that but it actually was and it's also a part of me going to therapy so many times and me being a part of all these different therapeutic programs. But I honestly do believe that transitioning could have helped me sooner. I knew what was happening because I didn't actually know what was happening for a long, long time. But anyways, that's that's really off topic. Um, I've been off topic so many times during this episode. I now believe that's how it's going to be in every single episode. I'm going to probably get extremely off topic or kind of swerve away from the topic, but I hope that everything I do talk about does end up helping people and does end up informing people to a certain extent, but, you know, I do want to acknowledge that at the end of this episode, you know, I'm... And 
I just want to acknowledge this is the end of this episode. And I hope this informed you. I hope that this gave you a little bit of insight into the transgender community a little bit more. And the way that I want to sign off today is saying that if anyone is listening to this, which I have a feeling that only a few people will listen to it, and they'll probably all know me. Um, But if there is someone that is listening and you don't know me and you are struggling right now, please reach out to a medical professional because as from experience, bottling it up or ignoring that, it's not going to make it better. It's going to make it so much worse. And I hope that everyone has a great day and I hope that everything goes great. Until the next time I talk to you. Thank you for listening in.